Hey, it's the Bob Zaney Show. I'm Bob Zaney. Why do you get so loud? I like Be- the other thing. Well, the other guy was doing improv a little bit. Oh. I was playing off Fred and the call. Do you think it's his real name? No, he's okay. Armenian. His name oh, is not Fred. That's no. not Fred. No. His name is... Uh, not even close Suskin to Fred. or something, something like that. And they just Fritzy. can't pronounce it. Fritzy? Fritzy the Armenian. That'd, that'd be a German Armenian. What's going on today, Bob? It is the Bob Zaney Show, and there's my lovely co-host, Erin O'Connor, who's having a problem with her headphones. Everything's going wrong in this episode already. I don't think so. It's fine. Uh, And, of course, the the podcast. We'll introduce you in a second, my friend, okay? You You sit there and relax. Yes. A little loud? A little loud for you? three or one? He would be three? Thank you. He's three. Can you lower that? I think the rehearsal's going very well. And the Bob Zaney Show is brought to you by... GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy.com. If you put in the code Zany149, you get a website for $1.49. It's that easy. It really is. And there's my lovely co-host, Aaron O'Connor. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Bob. And you're on Twitter at? Aaron O'Connor 415. I'm at Bob Zany. And, of course, our new podcast handle, at Bob Zany Podcast. Follow us. We will follow you. That's the deal. That's the mission statement this Twitter handle. We're going to follow do. our guest home to make sure that the ride home is. Because we have a, an incredible guest, a gentleman yes, I've known do. for years and uh, always a connection. One of the funniest men in the business, Ooh, the one, the only. Well, you don't have to. He's got a bill. You can actually take a break. I think Harlan did. Ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> one and only Dom Herrera. Yes, Donnie. Dommy. Dommy's here. Okay. And it's been a long, long stretch. Um, I, I've all known you from the clubs, obviously, and our, we have the Rodney connection because you did a special, I did a special. But uh, I was the warm-up guy for your TV show, Full Frontal Comedy, on Showtime for a week. And, and I brought you that. Wow. Ooh. It's a little little gift from That's the... funny. There is a funny, no name. It's good for the radio. It's good for the... Is it it's, it's, what do we it's, got? it's a I'm VIP a pass that I had to wear while I was the warm-up. Uh, but didn't I get warm-up. you on the show? Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. okay. I know you're in a hurry. Fred's going to be... <laughs> yeah, what's his name? No, I do a warm up, Pete. Hey, yeah, Aaron, I'm doing I'm warm up, and yeah. so we're sitting in the makeup chair. I don't know why he's getting makeup, but I think they're testing me for the camera. Yeah, you don't need it. So, uh, and you say that you turn to me and said, Bob, why aren't you on the show? You're funnier than most of the guests we have. And <laughs> I said, Well, they didn't want to put me on. I said, Don't worry about it. And you got me on the show. So. Nice. Right. It's yes. a good story Very about nice. me. Yeah, you did something <laughs> right. Sorry I came in bitching, but I got to tell you. This is so far. It's a testament. I knew it was far. That's why I kept kind of putting it off. Yeah. But it's a testament to my absolute love for you. Oh. No. Because honestly, God, once I'm this far, I, it's a gig. Well, what, what is, we're going to do is... I mean, I've already, That's I, what I told Mike Lacey at the Comedy Magic Club. I said, oh. Mike, he says, oh, it's in town. I go, it's not in town. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Hermosa Beach. Yeah. This is not in town. This is the airport. Right. But anyway, thank, you, thank you for having me on. Well, I, I booked you in Buena Park after this, so you're going to get a gig out of this. You're doing Knott's Berry Farm. You're doing the Birdcage Theater, which Steve Martin played in the old days. He did. Yes, did you know? He, he was silly before he became a philosopher. Before, before the... He, he, you know that he was like smug to me? I couldn't believe it. Steve Martin, one of my idols. And I was hosting a show for Comedy Central, uh, an award show about the awards. You know, the uh, Community of the Year and all that stuff. Yeah. And Steve Martin gave me like attitude, and, I, and he knew that I was working for Comedy Central. I'm thinking, I'm a fellow comedian, man. How can you, you, you who predicated your career with an arrow through your head, you can't, you can't act slick. Yeah, it we had a slick so experience. Who? 
with Sing. With oh, Steve? Yeah. yeah, but I actually, mm-hmm. my first experience with him in 1985 was on a show called George Burns Comedy Week. He was the executive producer. Really? Yeah, and I got to meet him. It was, it was filmed at Universal, and I remember the producer coming up and said, do you want to meet Steve Martin? I said, sure. And he was like being the wild and crazy guy when I met him, so he was really nice. But then, you know, later on, we had an incident Very in Aspen. Slick. That's kind of like things. that. What yeah. happened? Well, he just, Dissed. yeah, we were disc kind of like you, you said a little bit. But Bob him. was interviewing people for Comcast, Comedy right. Spotlight, and he was there to interview people. Everybody at else Aspen. was nice. Yeah. Jerry well, Lewis couldn't have been yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Shanling, everybody yeah. was nice in, in, except him. Yeah. Well, but I also think that. I'm still that, a fan yeah. of his, and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's different. Well, and me I, too. I, you know, I don't. I and really the brilliant mind, we don't know what it's like to be not brilliant or not on and what goes on in that, you know, I took it as a diss, but perhaps he's I don't just uh, anti social. Nice no, you, hey, look, he's smart enough to do the work he does. He's smart enough to be nice. Now, speaking of nice, uh, we all worked together, kind of. I think it was Christmas. You were, no, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? No, you Christmas. Were, Christmas. You were there at the Laugh Factory. Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah you were. Aaron was doing cranberries, and I was hosting the show. So, same thing. And I was helping the kids get their, you know, That was great through. that they had you host, because yeah. a lot of times they do piggyback, and a lot of times they'll have, like, a really hack host. So, it was funny. You were so funny for that set. It made oh. it easy to go up, you know. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I just listen to people, you, you know. know? That, that one guy that leaned to me and said, are you Tom Arnold? I said, no. I thought the crowd was good. And, and when I asked them for money, yeah. I, that I was getting you know, a little short. On, and well, they, you know, a really lot of people, that, you know? I know, but a lot of people are there because they don't have money because they're getting, I know that, they're being but. fed for the holidays. So I think it's, but, I, again, but they you laughed know, at it. Okay. I mean, the thing is, uh, did I, you ask Steve Martin for money? Do you think that no. probably would oh, set yeah, it off? I did. A little long. Why do you got a bad mess, Steve Martin? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was great in Roxanne. Come on. Max <laughs> Alexander <laughs> almost stole the movie, but yes, he oh, was great. God, was Max, funny. <laughs> Max was gut funny. He's still Speaking gut funny. Guts, I've seen him. Yeah. How did you lose so much weight? It was diet and exercise, but people don't want to hear that. So after the show, I'm selling a little pill in a Ziploc bag. It's actually a Tic Tac, but it's a placebo. You can't do it now. You told him what it is. Well, I, it's That's the, funny, it's Bob. A gag. I have That's a, a new prop. He's, a, he's a new, got a new prop. It's a new bit. It's he a goes new hunk. By, it's right. It's a hunk. It's a hunk <laughs> of the act. How do you act. create like that on your feet? I don't know. It's like it's, it's a gift. gift. <laughs> it's a gift. And you have the same gift, though. Oh, my God. I, I think I you're at the point now. How long have you been doing this? When did you start? What year? I, my first stand-up was on The Tonight Show, 1986. First time I ever did stand-up. Whoa! And what? then after that, I, everything you know just kind of gradually spiraled downhill, and here I am today. Yeah, doing, doing, doing yeah your you're show. lying about the first time you did stand up. Of course. Well, the first time I did stand up was on the Gong Show. That's why oh, really? I, thought, I never okay, performed maybe anywhere. They pulled him out of the crowd. I was seriously, you were, like mocking me. But oh, no. 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 What year did you start? I started in 1980. I passed at the Improv. Oh. And uh, in New York. Yeah, I did Star Search in '83 and oh. Alan Thick. Thick of the Night in 84. That was my first national. And uh, it's a nice show, I guess, 85, 86. Now, were you a regular at Dangerfields? Is that no, how Rodney saw you? Went, no, Rodney no? just heard about me. And what happened was um, we had auditions at the Comedy Store, and Damon Waynes and Barry Sobel went on before me. And right. both these guys are my friends. Right. They're supposed to do 10 minutes. They did 30 minutes each. Oh, 25 God. to 30. For a showcase for Rodney? So I was fucking, can you curse on here? Yes. Yeah, I fuck was yeah. fucking furious, right? Yeah. So I go up and did my 10 minutes, but all I did was lay into them. That's all I did. So yeah. what did Damon expect? That 22 minutes, all of a sudden he was going to get funny? It, was, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't happening. Let it go. Right? And anyway, wow. so Rodney comes up to me and goes, you know, kid, you're funny, but you got no act. All you do is lay into people. I said, well, that's not. I was pissed off. He said, let me see you again. I saw, he saw me at the improv, then I got it. Yeah. Wow. Nice. That's so cool. What year was that? 
87. See, I have a theory about that. It's like when you guys did it, it meant something. You know, I did his very last one, and oh. by then, everybody in the world had a stand-up comedy show. But the world had changed by then. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. Ca- cable and satellite Yeah, came that's what in. I meant, yeah. Wait, when we did it, it was like The Sopranos. Yeah. Everybody watched it. Yeah. It was amazing, because, yeah. you know, you figure there was no satellite... I mean, maybe some people had satellite that get Russia, but basically, like, right. there was no direct TV and all that stuff. Right. There was MTV. No, you're, you're right. It was. A, mm-hmm. I think it was a special because it was special. Well, and that's. Oh, you it, know, I it talk- changed my life immediately. It did. Yeah, I couldn't fucking believe it. I go to Atlanta, and it's packed. Right. Wow. This is like on a Wednesday. Did night. you already have a regular like price for that gig? Where they not gonna? They didn't give me one extra cent. Yeah. But you know, after that, I can. You learned it. I, yeah. it. Look, but anyway, I was like, I go, I go. What's going on? You know, and I didn't know it was because of the danger field, and there were guys there. Like I had the, I used to have this bit about little Petey, big Petey, Joey bag of donuts, this bit yeah. of this run on Italian guys. There was a, a softball team with all those names on the back: <sighs> oh, Jimmy wow. the Woman, Nikki Potato Salad, and that's what it was. It was Rodney's thing. I make it made me an immediate draw. It was wow. amazing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And do you still get, because Bob still has people recognizing him just from that. They, he, you know, regardless of his body of work, they'll come up yeah. and say, I saw you Definitely, on the Rodney yeah. special. Yeah. How come you don't do that stuff anymore? Well, if I, oh, yeah, I love when people go, yeah. you know, he said, first of all, I'll try and do whatever you want in the show. I want to entertain you, but I don't want you to think I lost my pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. Wow, that joke was, was from 1990. That's one of his more recent yeah. jokes. That's funny. Well, it's it's funny. It's it's not like like singers they can sing the best of, and they get away with it. Yeah. But comics, requests, well, yeah. you know, we I get requests for jokes. People, uh, why don't yeah. you do that? Why don't you do Big Dick McGee anymore? And go, well, I do it once in a while. It right. Depends on the moment. But you know, when they want it, I'll do it. It's yeah. not like I'm above it. It's just that I don't want them like like to say I don't want them to think I'm not working. Right. You know, and uh, and it's always bothers me when when they're having a show that I think is pretty good and go, how come you don't do the the uh, pinch our loaf bit? You know, like yeah. The, I could always tell who saw what shows too, which is interesting. Because I used to host a football show for Comedy Central and um, Full Frontal Comedy, and I was on Dr. Katz. And they're all different p- demographics. Right. I was, if I would be in Boston and I saw these nerdy kids coming up to me who looked like they were from Harvard or MIT, I knew they saw Dr. Katz. Right. I saw a kid who looked like he was living in his mother's basement with withered arms, <laughs> an ACDC t shirt. He was full frontal comedy. Yeah. And then if I saw like an athlete kid, then it was the, the football show. Right. But there was, you know, you knew. That's interesting. Yeah. But three different, those are very distinct audiences too. Yeah. And the fact that you can create enough material and characters to, uh, you know, entertain all of I didn't what a good career those. I had until well, I started you, bragging. Well, you should. Well, should. That's not bragging. I mean, that's keeping it fresh. Like you said, you didn't lose your pen. You yeah. keep on changing and with the times and the audiences, which is challenging. Now, do you still go in the clubs? What do you mean, on the road? No, no. I know you're on the road, but yeah. I mean in, in town because I never see I only it. do Laugh Factory when I'm around, but I'm oh, never okay. around. I'm oh. always on the road. I mean, this next – I got the next four months every weekend is pretty much booked. So It really helps me, uh, especially like with the guys. Like, I feel like I've assimilated into that generation. I was, I'm obviously still older than a lot of those guys, but like with, with Joe, doing Joe Rogan's podcast and Mark Maron and – and uh, Greg Fitzsimmons and all those guys. It really helps them. You know, I don't know if you have the opportunity to do them or you want to do them, but they're they're really 
a new demographic for me. Right. Well, yeah. I, it's like, you know, going to the clubs. I remember when I, I, I had stayed away from the clubs in town because I was on the road so much that the last thing I want to do is come home and go out to a club. Yeah. But I started doing it like a couple of years ago. And the first time I went back to the Laugh Factory, which I used to play there all the time. You know that. Yeah, of course. Right. So I went up on I was watching the comics before and they're the young kids, you know, doing whatever they're doing now and killing. And I'm going, what the hell am I going to do? And I went up and did my thing and killed. And then all of a sudden, Jamie came up to me and said, buddy, the young kids go, who's this guy? You know, some <laughs> Thanks, of them know Jamie. who I am. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's, if you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter the age group. It doesn't matter Oh, whatever. yeah, that's why you, you watch Tom Dreesen work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Tom the is, reference that Bob flawless. made the other yeah. night. Well, and we had this conversation. Yeah. He's we were pro. He's so good. With, uh, we sat in with Fraser Smith on Sunday on his KLOS oh, yeah. show. <laughs> and we're having the discussion, though, about the joke Smiths are going to have longevity in the business and the kids yeah. with the gimmicks the gimmicks get tired and old and they lose their pens along the way i feel sometimes but yeah. you guys are but master they said that craftsmen about, but you know i know but, but they said that about us when we were starting no, out but, the but older see, comics but you, you know, guys are like still here you're today. still here and you're still working on your craft you're but, not just saying i'm done i'm there you know no, that the audience no are changes right yeah. but you're willing to do what it takes to stay relevant and that's so. the it, difference it's not about age because no I, one of the best joke writers I ever worked with and who was a, a friend of mine was Mitch Hedberg. Oh, God. And he looked like, you know, like this, like drug, I mean, he looked like what he was, yeah. you know, a cool kid, drugged out a little, the, the hat, the attitude, the rhythm, but he wrote jokes. Yeah. Yes. Like, he wrote great jokes. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what we were talking about is jokes, actual written jokes with a structure. I have a, a lot of trouble writing jokes. I can write rhythm and cadence, but I have trouble writing, like especially like the really formula, form, formula, formula, formulaic, 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 formulaic. The ones formulaic. like Rita, Rita Rudner writes. Oh yeah. You know, the Rita Rudner writes perfect mathematically equation jokes. I can't do that. Can yeah, you? but I, I, but you, I can. I can write jokes, but I mean, I, I also believe that if someone heckled her or something went, if someone dropped a plate, you know, of a tray of plates, that might throw <laughs> off that mechanics where you have to be in the moment when you're up there too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I she, don't know. No, no disrespect to Rita. No, all due respect. No, but it's I did, different. I did the, but it's both entertaining. George Cl Slaughter Comedy Club with her. So you did that. No, I didn't. You never did that? No. Really? <clears throat> I worked with George on the on the special, the, uh, the Comedy Central Award things, or yeah. what it was with ABC. Yeah. And he was great to work with. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great guest in the studio, too. The best stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's man. Got, talk about a litany of experiences and, and fun name dropping. Well, the George. talent that he truly did discover, who yeah. would not have seen the light of day had it not been for him taking Saying a chance yes. on them to Without laugh a at. Focus Goldie Hawn, Lily yeah. Tomlin, Ruth Buzzy, women funny women yeah uh you know and not a fear of censorship because his laughing was put on just this what we heard earlier today it was opposite gun smoke oh really so he didn't care the nbc yeah. didn't care yeah, yeah. they didn't do whatever you want no one's gonna watch we your silly show they had no idea yeah. had no can't idea compete with miss kitty yeah no but it was <laughs> she true was hot. she and was hot she within was. three never months got laid on that show by the way she never got laid Go ahead. Because she was getting the profits from the girls who were getting Oh, you I didn't realize it was a whorehouse when oh, I was a yeah. kid. Well, of course not. You were seven. They would go upstairs. As it should be. Joey yeah, Potato I Salad. I thought they just went. <laughs> <laughs> so. Was there a Joey Potato Salad? And has that gang Nikki come Potato to see salad. you? No. I like Joey. Oh, the K sound, sure. It's got to be Nikki. I like Jimmy the Woman. <laughs> Jimmy the Woman always cracked me up. Really? But, Jimmy but, the Woman. <laughs> see? It's always going to be funny. Joey Bag of Donuts. 
Do you, uh, little wh- Petey, big Petey, regular so Petey, orthopedic. Do you, uh, where, where in New York now are you from? Where you, were you, Brooklyn? No, I'm from Philly. Philly. It's oh. funny you would say that because people think that. The way, uh, this is so cool. Like, talk about stopping somebody in their tracks when they're bullshitting you. <laughs> a guy named Ben Hill, who I happen to really <laughs> like, he's a producer. And he said to me, because I was auditioning for a Cinemax uh, sh- series that Richard Belzer was the host of, and I didn't get it, but he had to say something. He goes, you know, I got to tell you, man, he says, you know, you, you did very well. He says, you're very funny, but you're so New York, you know, no, they're not going to get you out of the city. Everything about you is New York, and this New York, I go, but I'm from Philly. And he, and he goes <laughs> like this, he goes, oh, he just walks away. Yeah. He had nothing to say. Oh, sorry. And where's Richard from? I wonder, uh, isn't he from New York? I always, my theory is just tell me no and don't give me an excuse why. Well, the worst thing no. is, do you ever audition and they, they thank you profusely? Oh, that means you, that, that's your the kiss of death. Kiss of thank death. you so much for wasting your time and ours. <laughs> and no, we don't validate. <laughs> Not for you, only for the guy who gets we it. We do. So I uh, the thing about auditioning that's the thing that always pissed me off because I, I equate it to what my dad did for a living he was a house painter and I call them free estimates <laughs> because basically my dad would have to go to these houses and give a free estimate this is what I'll charge you if you want me to paint your house and you know nine out of ten times it wouldn't pan out same way with acting and auditioning and yet the person who's there the casting director's getting paid. Everybody in those chairs are getting paid, and yet we have to come back three, four, five times. I stopped times. auditioning a decade ago. Oh, you did? Cause yeah. Because I couldn't go up to Montreal and be this big fucking deal and then come back here and be dancing for some bull dyke with a tuna sandwich reading a sports page on a cell phone while she's reading with me. I couldn't do I couldn't do both. Yeah. So I had to either like commit to that or commit to just being a, com- a comedian. Right. And the only stuff I get now is from people that know me. Right. Well, that's uh, th- eventually that's what you end up getting anyway. Can I tell you how fucking nuts I am? Let you me see, there's, please. There's two caps here. Yeah, one's right? upside one, down. One, oh. But one of them was Harlan's and one's mine. And you don't know which which. I don't know, and I'll never put the cap on. That's me. The water again. It's, it's, so it's a fresh. Can we get a fresh? No, I can't. Cap I can't recycle no, them. <laughs> at our house. Yeah, if there's lipstick, we you don't. Know, why don't yeah. you ask Fred? Maybe Fred has a cap. There's hand the sanitizer driver. in the lobby. Fred, uh, Fred doesn't drive. Fred's the big guy. Oh, you drive Fred? No, he brings the for car the carpool lane. Yeah, <laughs> is it? That was the. F- there's something funny going around Facebook. It's about the OCD's worst nightmare. When it's, uh, it's. Have you seen this? No. It's ten. It's the. It's a gas pump, and it says ten. Ten dollars even, but it's nine. I can't remember. I'm glad you brought. I know, that wasn't up. a good I story. That. No, I Thank have to you. show it to you because it's hilarious. Okay, it's about, oh, good. Why no, it's look really for funny. About would you rather? Because people with OCD, do you want an even number for the? Well, you're price, proving you or have OCD. Or do you want an even number for the the number of gallons? And it's just very funny. When I find it, I'm okay. going to show Dom Herrera as soon as I finish my tuna sandwich. How long have you two been married? Not long enough. <laughs> Not long enough. Years. But yeah. we both Let have OCD, so it's okay. Let me ask you this. Because you brought up that audition thing. I remember once my manager got me in to read for uh, this big-time director, and I waited 35 minutes in the office, and she showed up late. And she never looked at me once and sat at the desk and said, Now, who's, who, who do you know? Ugh. Oh, God. Go ahead, read. Well, and it was just like, you know, you get. Tra- I, I remember hiring an acting coach just to make sure I'd get this thing right. What and was this a, one? Uh, it was for... I think it was for the Whoopi Goldberg movie, the second one, uh, the Nun movie. What was that called? Why am I blanking on that? Sister Act. Sister Act 2. For Sister Act 2. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because my manager at the time knew the director. 
Bill Duke, I think. Last time I read anything, it's a name dropper bonanza. Yeah. Right? You ready for this? Brace your na- the name drop. I'm going to sit right Sean here. Penn calls me. Ooh. Right? All right, that's big. Yeah. Big. It gets bigger. Yeah. He says, can you come in and read? It's not at an audition. It's a reading. I want to hear what it sounds like with Renee Selwiger, Chaz Palminteri, and De Niro. Wow. At De Niro's uh, place in Tribeca. Wow. Right? And I remember sitting there going, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. I should be at Bananas where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So how did that work out? Well, the finances didn't come through, which is very funny because he came in to see me one night at the Lab Factory. And Jamie, Mr. Tack, goes, why you, Why don't you put you know, put Dom in your movie? Oh. I go, Jamie. And then, he, then we go upstairs and he's explaining to me. He goes, I had nothing to do with you. I wanted you to do the party. He wanted me to play his brother. And I go, I appreciate that. I understand. Most stuff doesn't go. People people only knew how hard it is to get anything on the air right. and to be a hit. Yeah. The, the, the odds are astronomical. You wouldn't even do it. I remember talking to Ray Romano when his show was like 48 or something in the ratings. And he goes, eh, my show's 48. I said, but Ray, you got a show. Yeah. You're already a great stand-up. How, how cool is that? You got a show, even if it goes off the air. Then he ended up making you know, a billion. But right. Well, they, uh, that's the thing. It's like getting – it's almost like I've been trying for years to get my own show in Las Vegas. And I, I equate that with like getting a sitcom you know, on TV. It's so hard to get You'd your like own to show. to move there? To, not that you have to move there, but you have to also take a huge pay cut and you have to probably starve for six months, which I can't afford to do. So that's why I never did it. But, I mean, because you end up spending $25,000 a week just advertising the show, knowing you're maybe luckily making $800 a you week. you got to get a bus now. Sick you got to get a side of a bus. you're competing with so many shows. Did you do the HBO Comedy Festival in Las Vegas? No. Uh, it was a few years back. Oh, yeah. I did something with Bill At Caesars Mar- Palace. No, we did it at the Flamingo. Across probably, the street it was Bill Maher, uh, Gilbert, and myself. Yeah, mm. I think it was part of. I think it was, and Bill maybe, fell. By the way, he slipped on Gilbert's water. That's which is hilarious. hilarious. Imagine Bill Maher falling. No, with I can't. That, that, that attitude. Jeez. Did he? Did he, he hurt I himself? I love Bill, but God, huh? Did he hurt himself? I, nobody cared. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He did, but no one cared. No one no. called anyone. But it was just Get so up. funny to see him scrambling because he he started scrambling back to his feet and then he slipped again. <gasps> it was so out of character for him. Did you ever have you ever talked to Dice about the time him and Bill Maher worked together at Madison Square Garden? It's a great story. No, because Bill was just he told me this. I was at uh, Grill ninety three. In uh, in Andover, Mass. Do you remember no, that? No, they used to have no. comics there all the time. And Dice was. I was actually booked in the big room, and then they got Dice, so they put me in the small room. And Dice is there, and then afterwards we're talking. And he said that uh, he's at Madison Square Garden. The place is sold out. They're there wow. to see him. Bill's on the bill on the uh, part of the show, and Bill kept saying, "Well, I should probably close the show. You know, I am Bill Maher." And da, da, da. and Dice said. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. That'd be great. So Dice does his thing, wow. slays the fucking wow. room, just destroys it. That's crazy. <laughs> and then Bill, he's like walking up these stairs to go to the stage. Ooh. He's going, uh, I don't know if I should do this now. And he was sweating, flop sweat. Why would he? Why would he? Really I don't know why it? either. But Man, I guess he it's Madison Square Garden, and it's Dice's crowd. Yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, Dice isn't going to go I didn't the rodeo. It That's what I mean. I, Nobody thinks you're ever going to get called on challenges crazy. like that. Those gauntlets that get thrown I, down. I sure, remember I had, right a th- I had a thing with a guy, uh, Bobby Collins, who I never yeah. liked. And uh, he they wanted him to work with me. And he, he was supposed to open and I was supposed to close. No big deal. And uh, all I cared about is the money. Right. And the girl, the producer calls me up. She's scrambling towards the gig because Bobby's fu- furious. He wants to close the show because he has to sell merchandise. 
So I, I said to her, look, I'm a headliner. I headline. I That's part of my contract. She goes, I understand. You're right. I says, I'm kidding. You. I don't give a fuck. I says, tell you what, you can put me on a meet and greet before the show. He could do the whole thing. Yeah. You're going to pay exactly me? The, right. She said, are you going to pay me the same? I go, she goes, yeah. I says, well, good. I'll, I'll, be, I'll do my set and I'm out of there. Yeah. It's true. The Kathy Buckley story in Alaska when she we were co-headlining and she closes her show with... <laughs> she gets she's already deaf right and she's talking upstairs well no she tells a story she closes with a sad story about getting run over by a tractor on oh, the beach and you know being paralyzed and you know i had gone up i closed the show the first night and she closed the second said no more no more of that i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna follow the deaf girl who's now crippled i'm just not gonna do it can i say crippled now who's now disabled and it was just, and, and like you know, crippled, like, well, they, but it's got the K sound, you know, you got it. But I mean, it's the, the same thing. It's like this show and the club owner was mad at me. Kathy was mad at me. That's too much work. I said, I'm not, this is for the show. This is the better show. Why am I going to argue with the way these, this should go? You know, that's why the way, do I have to struggle? You can't uh, leave them on crying. You get, you get to that point. I was booked at Juniors in Erie, PA, first time. Oh, headlining. man, I'm having trouble getting in first class on that fucking. I got a lot of people who feel bad for me for that. Okay. Bob, that's a hard place to get to. Make yeah, a call, Bob. Call right Delta, by the way, is the one you No, I, I tried Delta. What are you? What are you? I, I'm all three, but United's the one that has uh-huh. the most flights to it. Anyway, I was there, and I was. It was 2000, 2001, and uh, I'm headlining. And then I get a call, and they said we can get Richard Lewis. Would you mind opening for him, and we'll pay you the headliner money? I oh said, wow! Sure. No, it's go. like having a week off. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I said, go ahead. I don't care. Uh-huh. And if I would have hemmed and hawed, I'd never have been back to that club. And I've been back, and then I call into a radio show there for the last ten years. So, oh, I got to. You just got to go with it. Polly Shore too. I yeah. mean, that was a great thing that you yeah. did. It was working, having fun. You yeah, up before Paul. I opened for Pauly oh just over the in August, you know, and Pauly came up to me. Uh, he's been on this podcast, by the way. He came up to me I after the first show. Podcast, huh? I get a kick out of Pauly. Yeah, he was. Great. I've noted, well, was I think we've both done him since he was the the fry cook at Westwood, right? Or no, was that before that. your time? I, I know him since he was seventeen. Yeah, I've known him since he's twelve. Okay. So he had me open for him. I mean, he, I was headlining the Improv in Tampa for two nights, and then I, he's they asked if I would open for him. I said sure. So I opened for him, and the first night he said to me uh, after the show, he says, would you mind not doing these references of being these towns and stuff because that's kind of stepping on my stuff? I said, sure, Paulie, I don't care. I I got other stuff I can do. I was better the second show. He should have let me stay with the other show. Oh, shit, you did your really strong stuff (laughs) then. Well, I didn't. It wasn't wasn't like the master plan. It just worked out that way. But, uh, yeah, I've only opened for three people in the last 30 years, and the other one was Rodney Dangerfield. So I'm kind of happy with all those. Who's that guy? Uh, he's uh, he's a, a, a Mariah Carey's husband, I think. He's a com. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, oh. cute young kid. Yeah, Nick. Nick Cannon. Yeah. Okay, Nick so Cannon. Nick went. You know, I'm supposed to. I'm closing the show at the Ice House, but Nick wants to close it. Yeah. I had nothing against Nick, but it was just an ego thing. I just went and drilled the fucking set as much as I could, as fast as I'm like just 25 minutes, not. A, and then I went and I went back and I, and I I sat right in the middle of his friends and watched his set. <laughs> oh. And he was really struggling. I mean, yeah. he's not a comedian. He's a I was good looking. What was he doing there anyway? He's an announcer, hosting? kind yeah. of hosting, you know. And he's he's good looking. He's talented and all that shit. But you know, I don't know why you would ask. Yeah, him what trouble. was that about anyway? Why you know that's his well, ego. That's a whole nother podcast, really, about well that. 
Well, and again, it goes back to us that Bill Marster. It's like you know, there's times when mm-hmm. you're not the closer. You're you're a headline. I it's can't like, believe that because it, everybody went to see Dyson. I just days. remember the story. I don't know where it was. I, I think I, it's true. I. I don't know why he'd make it up, but this is like many years ago. This is probably 98, 99. Well, he didn't do the garden that many times. Yeah, well, it was it was around that period. It was or after that period, I think. But uh, there you have it, folks. This is backstage. The, Good the things stuff. that people don't get to hear about. That's really. exactly the gossip, right. The petty shit. Well, it's yeah. not even gossip. You guys are, you know, ma- both master craftsmen, and I know that you both <laughs> are still doing it no, no, because you love it. That's oh, not a craftsman. Oh, okay. You just did a dog impression. <laughs> well, she said master. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that doesn't work around the house. Trust me. My dog. Um, let me say this, though, because uh, I do the Bob and Tom tour, and all of us are headliners, and I'm always happy to go right God, in the I middle. I love that show. I did yeah. it one time. Yeah. When, when did you do that? I did. They were great to me because I, I only did uh, crackers. Yeah. One of the Indianapolis. Yeah. I think it's crackers. Yeah. You have to do crackers to get on the show. or one. Yeah. There's three other clubs there. One of them came to see me that night. Good guys. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, 17 year association. It's a long, with yeah, long relationship. But my favorite story about that is I did their show in 1984 before they were syndicated, and they liked me so much they had me back in 1994. <laughs> and then I did the show a few times, and then I started doing a weekly feature. You're waiting for the 97. right moment. That's, right. It's, it's timing. It's timing. <laughs> anyway, there you have it, Mr. Dom Herrera. Uh, Fred's here. Uh, he's up in the <gasps> lobby. He's looking for he's snacks. Here to pick me up, though. Snacks Sorry. and beverages. You two can drive home <laughs> oh, together. You're Fred. Why do you forget your driver's name? It's really nice know. to connect he's, with he's, the little I don't people. Know if Fred's Lord. driving. I don't think he does. He's too he big. Dom, how can the folks get a hold of you? You're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Dom Herrera. Uh, and uh, you have a website. Watch my podcast, Dom Herrera Live from the Laugh Factory, which I've been which on. Been Thank on. you we very much. Terrific. I saw a there. lot of views that thing got. It got a lot of views. Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah, we that. Get, we yeah, it's amazing. Numbers. And it's also also visual too. Yeah. You put me in the hot seat, I think, there a couple times. I'm not sure. Did I? I, I don't remember. I just know. You're I really never grilled in the hot you, huh? You just grilled me. Such a journalist. <laughs> yes. Well, I also did the show with you uh, at the Laugh Factory and used to host on Wednesday nights. That yeah. Was well, that's how you got free. the other yeah. one. That's what we wanted to Oh, because you knew that I could handle it? Well, I knew you could handle it anyway. <laughs> but I mean, that was just put you in, you know, in the so running. many people. Yeah. That, and a lot of guys want to do it. It's it's great, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you enjoy it. Don't yeah, you? it was you great. Doing it was this? great. I think it's. So I think much you fun. had new guys there running the the operation at the time. Yeah, when I did yeah. it. And I'm that sure you whipped them in shape. Jamie uh, goes through a lot of people. I mean, it's it's really interesting because we get some good moments. Like Dub Davidoff was on, and he was talking about strangling his girlfriend, and she was there and explaining why she he she understood. Oh my God! Uh, and then you could do why? that visually. Oh, she understood nice. that he's trying. Well, you know very, you have a bad day at the end. office. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't give coffee. anything away. Hey, wait a minute! Am I ending this show like yeah. the, no, the crippled story? No, we're gonna turn it around. We'll turn it around. <laughs> the crippled the story. story. How, how long? Uh, <laughs> how long away is this on? Huh? Uh, when is this? Oh, on? it's archived February. forever. Oh February, yeah, yeah. You got okay, time. Okay, so February I'll be at. Where were you? Oh, good. Funny Bone, Columbus. Funny Bone, Columbus. Okay. The Comedy Club in uh, Rochester, and Mr. Magoobie's Joe Cut in T- Towson, Maryland. Mother- Are you serious? Motherfucker. Yeah. Mr. Magoobie's? I love that place. Really? You know, it's funny. I was doing, I did the uh, Australian Opera House, the Sydney Ooh. Opera House. Yeah. No, but wait a second. This is what's yeah, so cool yeah. and keeping a balance, and I'm not putting them down because I love the club, and they uh-huh. got the hottest staff of women I've ever seen. Hotter than me? No, in your, right. in your league. Okay, good. Like you, but not as promiscuous. Duh. <laughs> 
But uh, I mean, I remember I was at the Sydney Opera House on a Saturday, and the following Saturday I was at Mr. McGooby's Joe Cut. And I love both of them for different reasons. Oh, cool. But I saw the big uh, neon cigar with That's the guy beautiful. behind me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. I love it. That's Thank you really very much, funny. Dom. Thank Real you, Dom. pleasure. Appreciate yeah, it. There it, it is. There's the Bob Zaney Show. That's Aaron O'Connor right over there. And I'm going to show him my visual. I'll show him the visual. And, uh, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter now with at Bob Zaney Podcast. <laughs> and we'll be doing games and, and prizes and all that fun stuff, trivia. And also, GoDaddy.com. Put in the code Zaney149 and get a website for a buck forty nine. Right, Bob, Sean? you didn't ask me any of the yeah. questions that you were supposed to ask me I to know. get me I, into my material. Yeah. <laughs> we like talking to <laughs> you. Do I rent a car? You're you know, those kind of do you, things. Uh, do you fly a lot? He did mention Delta you know. First Class. There was an airline. That's what we wanted to talk uh, about. We got to go. We're going to save that for the next episode. Take care. Until next time, this, that's the Bob Zaney Show with Aaron O'Connor. Goodbye, baby. Bang.